Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boutique Fitness Bite Size Business Podcast with me, the Boutique Conversion Guy. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the growth of boutique fitness and what the future is likely to hold for the sector. And so we've seen in recent years an explosion in the boutique sector of the fitness industry. The Radio News Studios opening in central London last year increased by 150% and the total number of studios has almost trebled in three years. So what are the kind of reasons for this accelerated growth? Well, it's moved towards specialization and the provision of choice for the fitness consumer. It used to be, of course, that even just having any kind of fitness business or gym or health club was a niche in itself. Anyone interested in health and fitness was putting themselves into a demographic just by virtue of having that interest. Whereas now it is far more mainstream and therefore the specialization needs to come from the type of service delivery. We've also seen that clear move towards a group exercise concept. And this is both for the social reason, both in terms of meeting people in real life and also then for the rise of social media then as well. So around 39% of people now follow some form of fitness influencer on Instagram. And 79% of people would go to the gym or to their favorite studio with friends or colleagues. And even around 75% of people would take a date to go on a workout with. So times really are changing. And the level of importance that people place on health and fitness and attending their favorite studio or class is rising as well. So 86% of people now say that they would rearrange their social diary around their favorite studio class. And as mentioned, part of the reason for the rise in popularity of boutique fitness is this increased specialization, the stripping away of all of the unnecessary filler. And that's because the exercise consumer, as we say, is becoming more and more educated and experienced and knows what they want. This is the situational equivalent of someone who has a very direct personality type. It's where they know their own mind, they can be very decisive, they know enough about what they want to be able to recognize it when they see it. And this is, as I say, situational. So it's effectively taking the personality traits of someone who has that decisive personality but placing them in the context of boutique health and fitness which then becomes their domain which is why high specialization and high expertise in service delivery is crucial and it's a fundamental element as to why boutique fitness is so popular and so successful right now and when someone knows what they want to get out of their exercise experience then the other features don't matter and this is true with the experienced consumer Less so for the inexperienced consumer who's effectively trying to get into that entry level of health and fitness. And that's why then in line with the rise in the increase of popularity of boutique fitness, also the budget sector continues to do well. The part of the industry that's missing out is the mid-market gym and clubs, but this is also mirrored in other industries at that mid-market price point. In London, mid-market gyms have slipped to only having a 19% market share. And you compare that to boutique fitness, you now have a 41% market share. And this is despite boutique fitness only taking up 8% of the floor space in the capital. So you can imagine that for a moment, having over 40% of a market share despite having less than 10% of the actual space. You can see the advantage and the appeal that boutique fitness has for investors. And so as mentioned, budget continues to do well. It has a broad appeal, but in reality, a budget gym membership is often also able to be supplemented with boutique classes. So no longer are customers being tied into one place and that's that. Often now you don't even need to fear non-direct alternatives as competition because you should begin to furnish yourselves with current client stories of people who train in multiple locations. Because then you can quickly overcome any kind of objection that may come up in the future when someone says, oh, I don't know, I also train at X studio once a week. And so, as mentioned, boutique fitness is the new social space. So you imagine your uh, consumers more and more are going to be made up of millennials and Generation Z. Millennials tend to drink less than previous generations, and they put more emphasis on health and well-being. Boutique fitness allows this kind of tribe mentality, this sense of belonging, this more social space to join and be a part of. 
with Gen Z, they're approaching their early 20s now, and soon they'll be taking up their fair share of the boutique fitness class space as well. And they bring their love of tech, competition, and social, and reliance on choice and freedom, so contracts aren't going to cut it anymore. And what does the future hold? Well, an increased focus on wellness and mindfulness, even for high-intensity providers, is forecast. If you can supplement the high-intensity training with a mindfulness or yoga finisher, this will be the order of the day, and also an opportunity for upsells. And tech will also play an increasingly important role via the tracking and the gamification of fitness, which we'll cover in a future pod. Effectively, gamification is a way to add even more social elements by allowing visitors to track their progress and earn accomplishments or awards for attendance and achieving various training levels. And the boutique sector shows no sign of slowing down. Investment is flooding into boutique fitness and wellness, and it's from far more diverse sources than ever before. So no longer is it simply venture capitalists or hedge funds who are going to put money in. Sports stars, athletes, other celebrities are all getting on the boutique bandwagon. But a word of caution, of course, high levels of investment and the opportunity for success does not guarantee favorable outcomes. Those in the coalface know that it takes hard work and continued evolution and innovation to survive and thrive in such an increasingly competitive space. But overall, the future is very bright for boutique fitness. It'll be interesting to see if this trend of the more established studios trying to take a larger market share by offering a little bit more variety and diversity in their class offering leads to that continued growth and evolution of the boutique space. or We end up going full circle and coming back to where we started, where boutique fitness suddenly becomes everything under one roof. And whether that sees an evolution in boutique fitness to preserve the level of specialization and expertise, but just with a slightly wider service offering, or whether that is then taking us back to one space that appeals to everybody. And so we'll be covering lots of topics relating specifically to boutique fitness in far more detail in future pods. The podcast will come out every Tuesday at 6pm, so make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And be sure to follow me on LinkedIn and check out my website for the services that I offer boutique studios, both in London and further afield. Speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Boutique Fitness Bite Size Business Podcast. From me, the Boutique Conversion Guy. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast via our usual provider and get in touch either on LinkedIn or through the website, which is theconversionguy.london. Speak soon.